Well, look, it's about Joan. We had another fight. Man, what is her deal? Look, I'm gonna tell you what I told Savad. All those girls are nuts. They're basically good people. Well, maybe not Tony, but that's Todd's problem. <laughs> Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Thank you for joining us again. This is Etsy Rowe, and I'm with my amazing, lovely co-host, Miss Nettie Smith. Hey. That was good, Etsy. Dang, I'm going to have to throw to you to do the intro from now on. That was tight. Yes, and today's episode is... The wedding part one, and we're getting to Tony's wedding. This uh, this episode was pretty banging. Oh, it was good. It was good. Oh, it was juicy. Oh, I love me some juicy ones. Guess who wrote it? You know Mara. Mara be coming through. I don't know what it is, but I'm like, why you just don't write the whole series? Like, like a thief in the night. She be coming through and just fucking it up. She do. Like she be putting her whole foot up in these episodes. Oh dang! So shout out to Mara, we love you. Um, air date, original air date of this episode was five nineteen two thousand three. Just to let you guys know, it's the penultimate episode of the se- of the third season. Excuse me, and uh, we'll be going on a month long hiatus after we finish the season to kind of step away and get our head clear and not have to edit every week. You know how it goes, right? Exactly. Guys? Get your mind right. <laughs> Yeah, self-care, <laughs> self-care. But before we get into that stuff, before we get into the episode, I just want to say I saw a movie today that... What movie you see? I watched Single Black Female today and... Uh, oh, no. I was contemplating watching that. Should I? It depends on your mindset, to be honest, because... um. It's not a. They can't be serious with this shit. They can't be serious. Don't watch it and think they serious. You gotta watch it and think it's a comedy. Is it? Is it giving Tyler Perry? I think Tyler Perry could have done better. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, like we were saying off mic. I love the fact that black people can be in movies and that we're doing it and we're getting our films and we're acting and people got jobs. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. But I gotta. I gotta call a thing a thing. Like. It was funny, and I don't think they meant for it to be funny, but I laughed a lot. So if you want a good laugh, please go see, go watch uh, Single Black Female. It has Amber Riley in it, Raven Goodwin, and guess who else? I'm going to tell y'all this one other person, but I'm not going to tell you everybody. It has Kay Michelle in it. With her new face or her old face? (laughs) (laughs) Just in case y'all don't recognize her. Yo, you wild. You know what? When when she popped up on the screen, I was like, oh, here we go. I'm ready for this terrible-ass performance. But no, she did what she was supposed to do. Like, I can't hate. She did She did good. She okay, did good. Okay, K-Michelle. Hey. So, it was like, she, she kind of had a little bit of comedic relief outside of what was not supposed to be comedic. Mm. So, yeah, she, she did really good. So did Amber Riley. They all did good for what they had. I feel like they could have gone a little harder, though. Some of the scenes, I'm like, come on, y'all come on bring it but you know it was a fun little watch so it made me want to watch fatal with michael ely 
again because I'm like, we watching these kind of black movies. Let's just go for it. Let's watch another one with a bigger budget. They come up with about one to two every year. Yeah, one to two big ones that that go, you know, viral. You yeah. know, cause I'm, I'm, I know there's a whole bunch of black movies that we don't even know about that get greenlit every year. Remember that one that went viral on Netflix, the Nia Long one? Remember yes, that was like was that? two years ago? It was with her and Omar Epps. Yes, yes, yes. What yes, was it called? Yes. I don't remember. A but fatal, y'all know. Attra- fatal Affair? A something. It's always something. A yeah, fatal every year something. there's something, but it's all the same type of plot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just different black people. So, um... That was a so cute y'all ready to watch the same type of like I'm obsessed with you, you obsessed with me, we all obsessed with each other type movie. <laughs> check out, check out single black female. <laughs> all right, well let's get to this um this episode for we don't get to it. Uh, this is the wedding part one, and here I go with a cold open. <laughs> so we open up with William and Lynn. They're playing Twister with their clothes on. Mm. Uh, the doorbell rings while they're all twisted up and Len's like oh that must be Savad so William says hey uh we're all tied up come on in and he walks in and he sees Len and William playing Twister and you just see his face he's all kinds of pissed off but he don't say nothing but it does look kind of weird to see them in that position it it, it looks weird Mm -hmm. I don't know especially since y'all fucked before yeah and he knows that so I don't know why she would tell him that you know honesty the fuck? Why would In a relationship? You, and you still living with the nigga? That's why he's gonna <laughs> demand what he demands later on. Yeah, I guess I guess she kind of taught herself out of a place to stay by even telling him that. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? You done taught yourself out of a fucking mansion. Chow. But uh, when he comes in, Lynn says, hey baby, can you spin for us? And he's like, nah, I'm going to bed. I'm beat. And he looks pretty upset. And William says, come on, well, you can take my space. And I'll spin for you. And he goes, nah, I'm good. And he heads upstairs. And once he's upstairs, William says, You two doing that celibacy thing? Yep. In the same bed? Yep. I don't get it. (laughs) Neither do I. I don't get it either, okay? I don't get it either. But, sure. After a while, though, if they kept doing that, like, I couldn't keep doing that. Like, at least give me room to stretch out on the bed if we ain't finna do nothing. Yeah. Is that rude? Um, (laughs) well... I guess you you can sleep with people on the bed that you aren't actively fucking because it's right, like but I sleep wild. I so me I'm too. thinking like if you're just gonna be taking up space, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, fill in the blanks, guys. Yeah, and also, why is he sleeping over? Because he wants to sleep next to her and not fuck in william's house this whole thing is weird in william's big ass house because that's where she lives i don't know where he lives why y'all can't do that at, at his house that's what i Maybe. said <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say why don't you why doesn't she sleep over at his house since her quote-unquote house is william's house who she used to fuck who she used to fuck right 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 yeah that don't make no sense if you really that that threatened by it questions questions all right well that's the end of the um of the cold open and we open proper at blue at blue bar and what i really like about this whole era of girlfriends that we're ushering in 
is that the camera work is like it's slightly different now. Have did you notice? Yes, they're upgrading. They're being very creative with it now. I like it. I love it. And it reminds me of like how they film like movies and dramas. It's it's really good to see them kind of moving the camera and doing more with that. Um, and it's going to continue throughout the whole series from here on out. So I'm excited to see more of that. Mm-hmm. We find out that Tony is going to um, be having a compound, a $10 million Montecito beach compound for, the, for everyone to stay in before the wedding. And they're actually getting married at the compound, too. And I'm like, damn, how y'all got all this money? $10 million compound? You think she paid like that? It's credit, child. We already know he ain't. He ain't really got the coin coin okay, like that. Okay. They um they, they take black people credit on a house like that. <laughs> That's why I said Greg. Not Tony. You know her husband's name is Todd, right? What? Todd, Todd, Todd. That's what I meant. I, I meant Todd. My bad. Yeah, yeah. When I was younger, I used to get them mixed up because they they're both like basic bitch men names like they're like the most basic of men (laughs) names so it's hard to like keep them straight bob like you might as well yeah like dave like one syllable like yeah so apparently she says todd paid for it all whatever and tony sent everyone a pre-wedding manual which is very on par for tony but it tells everybody what time to be there what they should bring what they're doing and uh that's when Joan asked Tony if she's sure. And she's like... You can't be asking me that two days before the wedding, one day after Todd done paid for everything. No, Tony, I mean... How do you know that he's really the one? You just know in your heart when it's right. Joan, what are we doing? What are we know, doing? Chill. Just because you're, you're unsure about your situation doesn't mean Tony is not sure about her situation. Exactly. I think that's why she's asking her. Projecting. Mm-hmm. But Tony said she, she's in love with Todd and she's freaked out about that because she's getting married for what she thinks is all the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm supposed to be marrying for money. I, but I got to be there through sickness and health and till death do us part. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I actually got to love this dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, Joan promises to be there with her every step of the way. Mm-mm. And we know Joan is notorious for jealousy and bad vibes during weddings. Very much so. <sighs> so, I don't even know why uh, Tony made her promise this, thinking she was going to stick to it. But, I mean, sure. Sure. Joan says, I promise. So the next scene, we get more of this wonderful camera work. Um, Ellis is walking into Joan's house. He hears Joan's voice and he follows her voice through the house to the patio. And the camera's following him. It's great. And um, he goes out in the back patio. And Joan done made this man this beautiful candlelit dinner out on the patio. And she's like, I thought you'd be hungry after a long day's work. He's like, oh, actually, I ate on set, which is like normal right she goes oh no problem i'll just throw all this food away bitch why why don't you just save it for leftovers she be, she's so fucking dramatic she's so dramatic i hate it <laughs> it's like she does it to make it 
a big deal so he can be like oh no 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 don't mm-hmm. do that like so he can rescue her rescue the food and feel really bad about what happened mm-hmm. um but she said it took her six hours to make all that food wow i didn't it didn't look like it yeah it was given like 45 minutes you know crock pot shit <laughs> <laughs> just throw in the crock pot and so yeah it did and well she said well she did say she slaved over a hot stove so i guess that could be a hot crock pot, hot crock pot. <laughs> and he goes baby i gotta go to bed i have a 5 a.m call time but I'll be at the rehearsal dinner. And he mentions, I know how hard this weekend is for you, Joan. And he's, she's like, oh, I'm not jealous of Tony anymore. But I honestly can't wait for this nightmare to be over. And uh, he heads to bed. But then there's a problem. So he leaves the paperwork for Joan to conveniently see. He left it there by mistake. And she sees that he has a love scene with his baby mama. <laughs> How fucking convenient. And the fact that, oh, you ain't gonna mention the shit? Mm. Oh, I got a 5 a.m. call time. Oh, you told me that shit. Mm-hmm. You told me that. So he's like, oh, yeah. Um, Well, they replaced the other actress with Sylvia at the last minute. Mm. And she's like, well, I should have known the next minute. I know that's right. I know that's right. So he apologizes and says, we're only working one day together. Right. And she's like, yeah, one day of passion, one day when you can make another love child. And then he's like, he uses the whole I'm tired you know, excuse to get out of the argument. You know what men do. <laughs> and she's like, fine, go to sleep. And then he heads up to her room over. He heads over to her room and she says, no, at your house or better yet at Sylvia's. Mm. I'm like. Well, you know, that would save some time in the morning if y'all are already together. Right. Y'all could carpool, y- y'all could carpool and drop to the set. <laughs> I'm like, Joan, clap back Clayton. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that reminds me of the scene on Obsessed that you, that you, did you send me that? You sent me that scene? Better yet, at the Four Seasons. <laughs> I was like, oh, Dude, child. Like, but uh, Joan clapped back Clayton. Yep, she kicks him out the house. And next we see Savad and Lynn in William's kitchen. And Savad is like, what's up with you and William? And Lynn is like, what you mean? We just living together. And then Savad is like, well, I'm not comfortable with this living situation because you and him used to fuck. And then Lynn is like, okay, well, that was a long time ago. Number one, not that long. And number two, we just friends now. And number three, bitch, I ain't even paying jack shit in rent. So you're going to have to work it out. And he wants her to leave. And go where? (laughs) We can't even stay the night in your place. Right. So what? I want to live with you? A place we can't even go for the night. We got to come to Williams anyway so you can we can sleep in the bed next to each other and not do nothing. And then it's like, okay, you're asking her to create another problem and you're not giving a solution for the problem that you're creating. Right. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? And also, you already knew that she was living with William when y'all first started dealing together or at least for a little while now from my understanding. So now it's all of a sudden an issue why is it well, an issue? I think he might have just recently found out about the sex buddies thing. Oh. Well, okay. That's the big element. So that's the big one. But even then, for me, 
I wouldn't be comfortable if a nigga who I was fucking with was living with the opposite sex who wasn't like a family member. That's weird to me. Um, okay. You're putting yourself in Savage shoes. All right. All right. Yes. And why I brought that up that he already knew that was that should have been something from the get go, like a red flag from the get go. The fuck? Especially when he's already like, you're having a hard time with the celibacy thing. What if you have a weak moment? And Williams in the next room over and you decide, okay, this some familiar dick I could get real quick. Don't nobody know about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, cause Savat ain't giving me none. So if I have a weak moment, I know where to go. He right here, two doors down or whatever, you know? Which is why I said at the beginning, like, why would you even tell him that? Like, yeah, don't even. T- yeah, she shouldn't even told him that. Like, why? You y'all, y'all don't got to be that honest in relationships. Y'all be too this, honest. <laughs> It is w- perfectly okay for you to have these niggas on a um, need-to-know basis, yep. right? Something like... That's what it's called, right? Yeah, that's what it's called. Because y'all be out here volunteering information is going to put you in some drama. Yeah, this, this done made a homeless, pretty much. This information done made you yeah. lose out on a nice behind mansion. <laughs> Where you paying? She probably paying no you, more than like three, dollars Dude, you ain't she <laughs> paying, like, paying barely anything. That sounds like a good estimate. <laughs> she ain't paying barely anything she ain't never gonna find that nowhere else never not not in la <laughs> maybe in wisconsin somewhere in iowa or some shit <laughs> <laughs> in new york la these major cities baby you ain't gonna find that nah you just honesty yourself out of a out of a fucking deal <laughs> You out here living the same lifestyle as a top-earning lawyer. Damn, the way... Damn, you put it like that. That's true. The fuck? Damn. <laughs> you ain't never gonna have that. I mean, unless you date a lawyer or marry a lawyer or, or marry, marry a, a lawyer. Exactly. <laughs> but Lynn ain't with it. She's talking about some... I had to give up sex. Don't ask me to give up my house. But he's like, it's either William or me. And if you cared about this relationship, you'd move. Oh, Automatums. No, ultimate. Ultimate. Ultimatum. I call it an ultimato because that's from Will and Grace. They say that. (laughs) Ultimatoes. Ooh, he's getting frisky. I don't like it. He's getting sassy. Mm -mm. Um, And she says, if you cared about this relationship, you trust me. Okay. He's like, Lynn, he was all over you last night. And and she says, we were playing. He goes, well, I'm not damn savad clap back whatever your last name is okay savad with the clap backs but okay well i'm not can you provide an alternative yeah that should have been the next question he probably would have been like yo you got a job you can find somewhere else to live this nice you see my view (laughs) did you see the media room did you should i go give you the tour again Let's go Child. to the tour. Let me show you, you got what I got here. Okay? Shit. Shoot, hey. So next scene, Joan's getting ready to go on her trip. And Ellis comes to the door dressed like fucking Prince Charming. The irony. I don't know what kind of movie he's doing. Some kind of... Look like some kind of Disney bullshit or something. Maybe a period film. Some type of Bridgerton or something. Maybe it's some kind of Bridgerton, but where they got black Prince Charmings in a period... The period they usually do. We wasn't no Prince Charmings in America. No, I know, but maybe in their universe they have it. You oh, know. they got to create a whole other universe so we could be princes and queens and shit. Okay, I got yeah. it. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm fucking <laughs> with it. I'm fucking with it. Okay. I ain't never seen Bridgerton, so I don't I don't fuck with that. Me, me neither. It don't seem like from, it's based in reality. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but from what I'm seeing, I'm seeing the whites mingle with the blacks. I'm like, that don't no, happen. That ain't real. Yeah. How, y'all, how y'all know each other like that? <laughs> Mad biracial, so I don't I don't know, child. <laughs> so um Joan's not happy to see him. He apologizes about the whole situation with Sylvia. He he sounds like he's manipulating her. He's like, Okay, I'm sorry. You were right, and I was wrong. I should have told you, but you had so much on your mind lately, I didn't want to add to your worries. I'm supposed to be the guy that's there for you, and, well, I screwed it all up. <sighs> Look, Joan, there is nothing going on between Sylvia and me, and I can prove it. Look, come to the set with me. I'm supposed to be the guy that's there for you, and I screwed it all up. Darn it. There's nothing between me and Sylvia. He's like, come to set with me right now. I'm like, how could he prove it? I don't get it. How's he going to prove yeah, it? Yeah, I don't I don't know how he can prove that. Because you can just go to set and then ask her to be on code and then she'll lie. But I, I guess, I don't know. The only way he can prove it is if Maury give him a lie detector test. Right? <laughs> is if there's surveillance footage that she can access to show the previous days. Mm, I don't know because they might be smart enough to not do no freaky deaky on set while they're off of off camera. Like they know little hiding spots where they can fucking shit on the low. Yeah, you know these these people are smart. You know we're dealing with professionals here. This nigga is an actor. That's true. You can't always trust an actor because they can act their way into it. They can believe their own lies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but she can't go now. She has to go to Montecito. He's like, I'm so sorry that we keep fighting. I just thought that if you came with me, I could make things right for us. It sounds really fake the way he says it. Mm-hmm. But she decides to go to set where, where Sylvia is. So I don't know. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. And then over at the compound, Lynn and Maya finally arrive. And Tony and Veretta meet them in the driveway. It looks like a really cool vibe. This whole place, it looks really nice. It kind of makes me jealous. Yes, it's given vacation. Definitely. So uh, we see Veretta. We see uh, Jennifer Lewis. I love what she's wearing. It's very colorful. It's like a, a poncho or something. It's very lovely, very regal. Yeah, it's what the it's what a lot of the bougie older black women wear when they go on vacation. Mm. A lot of them be wearing shit like that. Like okay. if you notice, well, my mom doesn't wear stuff like that. So, oh, my mom dresses like an early two thousands teenager. So, <laughs> like that, she'll have the chucks, the colorful shirts. Like it's like she doesn't wear stuff like that. But yeah, I guess. Um, and that's when we finally see Tony's brother, Antoine, that was never mentioned in that previous episode with the sisters, whatever, blood is thicker than liquor. I think that was the previous one we even did, um, mm-hmm. or two episodes ago. Uh, he's played by Russell Hornsby. He played the dad in Lincoln Heights, if you guys yeah, remember that, that show. That was my show. That was my shit. That was me and my sister's shit. Lincoln Heights? All right, Peter, that, that show. Girl? That shit was good. And wasn't it only like three seasons? I thought three? it was three. I want to say it was three. It was juicy. It was a juicy show. It was such a good show on on ABC Family. Mm-hmm. Now free form. Yes. And more recently, he's been on uh, The Hate You Give, Fences, and BMF. 
So if you guys yeah. watch those shows, you can get your Russell Hornsby fix. But uh, if you know the series, they actually replace her brother. They replace this character with another actor later in the series. I'm not going to tell you who they replaced, but it's another popular black actor that they... Okay. You'll know this actor from other shit when you see him. Um, okay. We find out Antoine's in medical school. He's trying to be a neurosurgeon. Good for him. Amen. You know what's funny? When they introduce him, I'm like, Antoine, Antoinette, and Antoine. Yep. Yep. Look at that. Look at that. So Lynn already knows him. So they're like, hey, Antoine, what's going on? Lynn, what's going on? Um, Because they know she's been in loop since college. But Maya is just now meeting Antoine. And they are into each other immediately. On sight. Mm-hmm. I don't Love know why. First sight. He ain't. I mean, he's not ugly, but he ain't. Yeah, he ain't Darnell. He ain't Darnell. So you know I don't know. Saying? I guess. And then Tony realizes that Joan's not there, and Lynn's like, "Oh yeah, her and Ellis are going through some stuff." So Tony's already thinking strike number one. Mm-hmm. So next at William's house, he's completely naked. He's eating cereal, and Savad comes <laughs> comes down the stairs. <laughs> And Savaz not even like he's like, oh, naked William. Like he ain't like ah or nothing like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just like, oh, okay, another he's day. Like, yeah, here it is, William. He interrupts the the vibe and Savad throws him a towel. And they have a talk about Lynn. He's like, What's up with y'all? I know y'all slept together. And William's like, ah, it's nothing. And Savad, you know what? I want to give it up to Savad. He's a straight shooter, right? He says, I'm going to be honest. I'm not cool with it. All right, I'm a confident person, but the celibacy thing isn't easy for Lynn. And I'm like, well, if it ain't easy for Lynn, <laughs> why are you with her? <laughs> why are you with her, Savad? He's trying to turn her into something that she's not, because that's how egotistic a lot of these niggas are. He's trying to make her his project mm-hmm. to see if he can keep her on the right track. For what he thinks is the right track. Mm-hmm. Damn. And William's mm. like, listen, the only thing I want from Lynn is her rent on time and to stay out of my sock drawer money. Well put. <laughs> yep, she's a thief. She's a Lynn thief. Lynn's going through his sock drawer money too? That's why you got to put it in another drawer, William. If she keeps taking it out of there, put it somewhere else. Somewhere she never hide it. Put it in the chores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they clean. <laughs> or may- maybe in the kitchen cabinets well she eat food you gotta put it in the trash where she like somewhere near the trash she's never taken it out probably true true she'll never look there uh or somewhere where you have like the vacuum cleaner and the broom (laughs) (laughs) attached to that stuff she'll never find it um so Zavad's like you know um do you still have feelings for for Lynn and William says no she's my friend I'm no threat to your relationship truth be told i could take her or leave lynn it's her dog that i love but not in that way he and i are celibate too (laughs) kind of gross but uh yeah i mean it's celibacy it's y'all aren't fucking so whatever and that's uh, the end of the scene so we get a little bit more handheld work in the next scene joan finally arrives at the compound i think they said she's four hours late yes four hours and the girls are kind of salty and she walks in and sees Tony and she's like, hey, I'm here. And Tony's like, hmm, good for you. And she walks away. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the hell's wrong with her? 
Mm-hmm. And Lynn's like, bitch, you four hours late. What the fuck? And she's like, well, I'm here now. What do you think of this? <laughs> Joan is just out here tripping. You mad late. Yeah. Four hours? That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, ugh. Well, have you watched the next episode yet? No. Like, like to catch up? Okay, I'm not going to say nothing, no. But, yeah, she really is trifling. <laughs> That's crazy, um, my nigga. Yeah, I'm here now. The I'm here now part was just like, oh, damn. Oh, that, that was just supposed to be like, yeah, sure, you're here now. No, that's not how it works. That's not like, the point. Yay. Yeah, you don't miss all the stuff. You don't miss all the fun shit we did. Everybody about to go to bed now. Exactly. So then we see Veretta and Antoine. They're talking. They're in the kitchen. And he wants to take a break from studying. Uh, he's been studying all day. And Veretta mm-hmm. says, when you pass those board exams, you can take a break. And she's trying to keep him clear of the fresh-tailed city girls looking to pull Fresno's finest off his perch. Mm-mm. And then cue Maya walking in for some water. And uh, Maya kind of lingers for a bit. She's really feeling Antoine. I'm like, where? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they it. have chemistry like that, but I guess. Yeah, I don't see it. But whatever, you know, love is love. Veretta gives Maya the side eye because she thinks he's uh she's trying to like go for Antoine like be a gold digger or something. I don't know. Chill. He's not even a motherfucking he ain't even passed the test. He didn't even take the test. No, but you know how people see the potential. They were like, damn, yeah. well, you know, once he passed that test, cha ching. <laughs> like, yo. The thing is, this guy still has to study. Still, it, it's a process. There is a lot of years left. <laughs> okay, like you fuck around. If you really try to be on this gold digger shit, you don't fuck with the niggas when they're actually in the process of doing it. You yeah. do it when they're actually there or right before they're about to be there. Like, not in the process, girl. Cash at her. Cash at me. Because here's the thing, you're going to be there for that long-ass process, and when that nigga actually get there, he's going to dump you for the next bitch who ain't have to see him struggle, bitch. Oh, shit. So, he's going to be like, nah, you saw me at my worst. I don't need you around, because you're going to be bringing it up every five minutes when I'm trying to do something good. So, I'm just going to get the girl who only, only knows the good days and the good years, so she don't got Bingo. nothing to hold over my head. Yes, ma'am. Cash at me. Yo, that's putting us up on game. Yo, oh my God. <laughs> Write that book, Etsy. <laughs> Shit. Who's <sighs> trying to be my publisher? Who's trying to get me this publishing deal? Stop playing. You don't know who listening. Shit. I'm saying, your girl is a, is, is, is a free agent. She's trying to be an authoress. Authoress. <laughs> so Maya, um, in her mainstream voice says, I'm sorry, Mrs. Child, if I offended you. I'm just trying to have a private conversation with my son. Well, now you can, because I'm gone. <laughs> I think, I think this whole episode, Maya's talking like like this. She's definitely got on her job interview voice, and I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't know. It reminds me of when Golden Brooks was on uh, Hollywood Divas. When I watched that, how she, she was talking. When she would detect shade from someone, she would be like, the mainstream voice would just come out <laughs> and she'd be very direct with that voice. Like, because she knew that she Karen was about to voice. read you. And she wanted you to clearly hear her, her syllables. 
Mm. And she would kind of, kind of like straighten her posture and she would read you like how she talks to Beretta here. So Maya gets the message and heads out the kitchen and Beretta tells Antoine, keep an eye out for that one. I'm like, damn. An eye out for what? For Yeah, we don't, she don't even got a history. Maya don't got a history. Like, you know what I'm saying? She don't know Maya like that to know what she's capable of. That's what I'm saying. Like, girl, calm down. When he becomes a doctor, don't worry. You'll be taken care of. Like, move. <laughs> oh, I, I guess Sherry will be out of a job. No, Sherry's oh, yes. the actual help, and then Antoine will be the money. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 So then uh, we see a car approaching outside, and we get more wonderful camera work. The, the camera's following the car in, and it's Ellis. He's driving up to the compound. And Joan's looking out the window at him as if he's late or something. I mean, you you were late too, so whatever. Mm-hmm. She looks super upset. She comes out of the house and she says, rehearsal dinner was two hours ago. Where were you? He's like, I called your cell phone. I, I, I left three messages. You didn't get them? More than what you did, Joan. You didn't call nobody. That's true. That Ooh, is true. The audacity. And she's like, no, there's no messages on my cell phone. Maybe you dialed them and left them on Sylvia's phone. Damn. <laughs> Clap back, Clayton. They, texting wasn't wasn't popular back then. Like even like the basic, like be there later or something. What year is this? 2003? Three. I didn't get my first. No, I had a phone. I did have a phone. Um, One of them big ass Nokia's back then. And yeah. Texting wasn't, you didn't do long ones. It was like a few BRB lines. or something. Yeah, you could do that, but it wasn't like now when you can just like get everything you need to get out. You would just shorten everything you can shorten. Because I think it was a right. certain thing where it was like certain, like so much per letter or so much per line. Yeah, or per text, right? Something like that, yeah. He could have sent, uh, stuck, on, stuck on set, be there late. Sorry. Yeah. That could have worked. Yeah. But whatever. Um, she still probably wouldn't have got it because she didn't get it. She didn't get it right away. Mm. Uh, but he's like, don't start that Sylvia crap again. And she's like, there Excuse wouldn't be me? any Sylvia crap if you hadn't lied to me. And he goes, oh, I worked a 15 hour day. I'm t- he uses the I'm tired uh, thing again to, to get out of the conversation. You know how men mm. be doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they always tired, chill. Um, <laughs> It's funny that she was late and she expected grace from Tony. Ellis is late and she can't give him the same courtesy. She's not even in the wedding. <laughs> and she was later than Alice. And it's like, okay, you're like, oh, now I'm here now to right. Tony. But okay, now Ellis is here now. Now what? Mm-hmm. That's, that's Joan. Mm-hmm. Uh, she accuses him of not being there for her and says that he never is there for her. And then Ellis steps on the stage, grabs the mic. <laughs> he gets back in the car. He's like, I'm done with this. I'm not, I'm not even going to deal with this. And he says, You need to go to your mother, climb back into the womb, and start over. Because you need more than any human being can possibly give. Mm. That's bananas. That line is bananas. <laughs> Yo, he went, he went super saiyan. What did you think of that? Did you think it went hard? It was a cute, cute little comeback before he left. It's a cute little hit him with the one, two. I mean, he hit him with the one, two. It was a kind of long thing. He gave her a list of things to do. It was like three or four <laughs> things. 
it was it was tasks that he gave her that she got to complete. Yeah, it wasn't like a your mama. It was like Go to call your mother. your mother, lying back in the womb. You knew she would stick around to listen to the whole thing when you said that. That's what I'm saying. Like you got to make sure these comebacks a lot of the times are short, sweet, and to the point. It's hard to really make one like that. You got to kind of have it pre-prepared. But yeah, the comeback was a little bit long for my taste. It's not my um my preference of comebackisms, you know? Yeah, you don't want to say a comeback so long that someone can interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't want that because then that just ruins your whole, you're never going to get it out. If they interrupt you then, you're never going to get it out. You can't restart it or anything like that because then it, it takes the, the sting out of it. You, you can have long comebacks via text though. I, I, I like yes, that. Yes, different medium. Yes. Yeah, so we like the mm-hmm. long comebacks via test and you really read somebody for filth. Yeah, where they can just sit with the phone and just read what you said. And think about their life and their, and their life think choices. Think about their... <laughs> reflect, you know? <laughs> but, yo, Ellis, Ellis gets in the car. He drives away. He sunned her. Did he sun her? I, I can't believe he left. He's gonna drive another three hours back home, Ellis? You ain't want to chill tonight? I mean, he must really not like Joan right now. Like, he'd rather deal with L.A. traffic than to hear her mouth and deal with her attitude. Are they by the beach? That looks like a place by the beach. I believe so. Ooh. Yeah, because the establishing shots had a beach. I don't know, Ellis, if you made the right move. You didn't want to enjoy the beach? And then leave in the where, where he, like, find a Like, find a hotel that night and just stay there instead? Yeah! you got the money you out here acting that's true he is an actor he be out here acting so he got yeah. acting money I don't know man maybe Ooh. he thought you know I can't do this all by myself I need my girl Sylvia right next to me oh <laughs> and I feel like also if he would have gotten a hotel it still would have made the same impact because she wouldn't have known where he was going mm, yeah yeah. it would have made the same impact come yep. on Alice just drive in the same direction of the freeway. So she uh-huh. think you went that way. So she think you. And then once she walk away, give it like a few minutes. And then you. Whip, you whip it back around. <laughs> <laughs> so later that night, all the girls are hanging out at the compound, having a girl's night. And Lynn tells the girls about her issue with Savad. And Maya's like, give the man a break. <laughs> the only man you haven't had a pass with is Savad. I'm like, shit. Damn. Mm. They said she a hoe. And Lynn mm. reminds the girls that if she moves out of William's house, she's going to have to stay with one of them. So Tony's like, oh shit, I got the best spot out of all of us. So yeah, you need to dump Simba. <laughs> <laughs> she always has another, another name for him. I like how she does that. Like she says, Jabari's names. <laughs> but Lynn don't want to dump Savad because he writes beautiful poetry, bitch. Go find a book. This high school shit. Lynn, you damn near 30. I'm going to need you. <laughs> So, uh, you gotta you gotta go find a poetry book or something and fucking and, cuddle that at night fuck this fucking dude don't I mean, you can't fuck him but i'm saying like forget this guy <laughs> lynn has a, a a bunch of masters right i'm sure you've read a shitload of literature from all types of places mm. i don't know how that can be impressive to you yeah you're, you're very you're well read so a it's well hard right to, bitch. It's hard to believe that this guy is coming with something that fucking Shakespeare ain't wrote. <laughs> whoever the fuck, Maya Angelou or whoever. <laughs> Chill. 
any of these people. So we find uh, she reads this poem that she found amongst his things, I guess. And she reads it to Tony and Tony's like, wait, that's the one we asked him to write for our wedding. And she looks disappointed. So we'll get back to that feeling. But Mm. Ellis is in L.A. I don't know if it's the same night or what, but he goes over to William's house to get advice about Joan. And William's like, I'm going to tell you what I told Savad. All those girls are nuts, but they're good people. I've heard her side of the story too, buddy. You're no walk in the park either. Actors. <laughs> I'm like, yes, William. Mm-hmm. Don't just stick to one side. Don't, Because, you know, when you... Ellis probably was like, listen, if I go talk to a guy, he's going to be on my guy side and be like mm-hmm. understanding to me. But also he's Joan's friend, so he has a partiality to her. But he still can honestly say they're both trash, you know? Definitely. I like the way William played this. I like the throwing curveballs to these niggas and Mm -hmm. also being like, um, well, you do have a fucking baby. (laughs) (laughs) Like, a fucking living, breathing human. A whole one. A whole Mm -hmm. person that you help make with somebody else. So The baby brand new, too. Fresh out the womb. (laughs) Like Nike's fresh out the box. Mm-hmm. Still got that new baby smell. Smell that shit. Smell like Similac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But William says, listen, anything worth having is worth fighting for. And Joan is worth fighting for, Ellis. I'm like, how you know? Okay. 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 What you trying to say, William? <laughs> you want to step into the shade room real quick? Ooh, tap in, William. <laughs> Yeah, Ellis is like, well, our, our relationship started with a fight, and that's all we seem to ever do. Okay, then why are you with her? This episode should be called Why Are You With Her? Mm-hmm. Because it's for like... For Slavod and for um, this nigga, Ellis. For who? Slavod. Slavod. Oh, no, that's what you said. I thought you said Todd. No, nah, I didn't say Todd. I said Slavod. Oh, Sivod. <laughs> Sivod. Yeah, and also you can say it about Tony with Joan. Like, why do you have this friend? (laughs) Why are you with her as a friend if she keeps doing this? Because... Well, to be fair, this is something that Joan, as far as the jealousy aspect, this is something that she's just now seeing, right? As far as Joan being OD jealous. I mean, she kind of showed it at the cake party. You know, the last few episodes here and there. Okay, so you want to give her more time to flesh out those feelings? Yeah, yeah. Let's give her more time to let the let the meat marinate a little bit. You know, you can't just put it right in the motherfucking cooker. Mm, okay. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah, let the shit let the shit marinate a bit. <laughs> uh, but William says that Joan is the craziest of the four. But he says he's kidding. And then he goes, I don't know. He's back and forth with this. But he goes, I've known Joan for a long time. And it takes a lot to be in a relationship with her. But you're going to get a lot in return. How do you know this? By observing her relationships. Right? Yeah, but they're all... They're all failures. They all end really badly. (laughs) Chris and Sean and this guy. And probably people before the show started that we never saw that they... (laughs) Every relationship is going to fail. Right, but are they going to fail like hers failed? Like, she was... She was uh, in the middle of a restaurant with Sean. He lied and said he was engaged just to get away from her. And then she oh. found out in public and started slapping him in public. And Yeah. Well, Sean was a sex addict. That was dead on arrival. But 
But yeah, you know, Joan, Joan. But the scene ends with that. And then we are back at the compound and the girls are playing Divas, which is a game they mentioned earlier in a previous scene. And they all have the wigs signifying which diva they are. Did you did you catch which divas? Who was what divas? Mm-hmm. I did. The wigs, they got it right. Wait, who was Joan again? You didn't know who Joan was? No. Dang. Well, name the other ones and then... So we got Cher. I'll tell you. We got um, Angela Bassett. Cher's Lynn. I think that was spot uh-huh. on. We got we got Angela Bassett, but you got to be a real Angela Bassett fan to know where that wig is from. That's the that's the what's love got to do with it wig. Yeah, that's the Tina Turner wig. <laughs> that's the Tina Turner. Okay, but here's the thing, right? So Maya is Angela Bassett. Yes, but I think Joan is Tina Turner. Mm. Like the real Tina the Turner, not Tina Angela Bassett Turner. playing Tina Turner. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Joan as Tina Turner. They should have had her somewhere. I didn't like it. They should have got the short one. Yeah, the, 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 the uh, spiky what's one. What's love got to do with it? The what's love got to do with it wig? Yeah, yeah. They should have got that. But I was thinking they could have got if they wanted to really ham fist it in. She could have played Diana Ross and got got a fro or something. You know what? Or I didn't want to be cheesy. But I was thinking that too. I was like, "Come on, yeah, okay. like let's do it!" Like y'all out here really <laughs> like, trying to act do like, it. "Let's do it." This girl don't look just like her mama. Let's just do it. Yeah, and have her try. To, I wonder if she could do an impression of her mom. That would have been, but it would have kind of like turned it into a lighthearted, funny part right before we get to the drama. Mm-hmm. So maybe they wouldn't have been able to play that out. But yeah. So in the same scene, Lynn mentions that she's offended that Savad would write poetry for Tony and Todd's wedding because apparently she equates that to sex with them or something. This weird relationship that she has with this nigga. I don't know. It's just, I guess, because Lynn may be what they call sapiosexual. Is that what it's called? I You could say she is, but if she's she's sapiosexual then you can love someone without wanting to have sex with them but she wants it mm-hmm. she mm. wants the d she's hoping that she gets it one day like she's hanging in there for that mm-hmm. whereas i think savad's sapiosexual mm, you think he's a true one yeah he's a true one she's not authentic mm. But she just mentions it in passing, and that's when Joan's phone rings. And it's crazy, because Tony's like, whose phone is that? And Lynn's like, oh, mine's off, or whatever. And Maya says, oh, I left mine home, per your note. You left it home? You left your phone home? See, this is how you know this is, this is back then, where niggas can <laughs> yeah. leave their shit home. Because, bitch, I don't give I a fuck if I'm going across the street. The phone is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah back then all phones did was make calls so you didn't yes. really need it like you know you made calls you did texts you did the, the little bullshit games nowadays <laughs> oh no i'm not doing a whole weekend where i left my phone two hours away at my two, house three hours i can't check my email on the go i can't do my social media uh-uh can't do the twitter i need all this bitch i can't fucking take pictures video oh yeah well back then it was different because they had the um like digital cameras and stuff so they didn't need their phone for pictures so it was like why i need to bring my phone there's a phone here at the house you really need me true anybody who's important enough will have this number that's very Mm -hmm. true 
Damn. But I was just like, not nowadays. I ain't leaving my phone at home. Hell no. I love you to death, but. That's a liability. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. You miss out on a check, on a bag. Yeah. And for those people who have like their bank shit on their phone, like. Mm. How are we going to do Apple Pay? <laughs> that too. I'll leave. I'll leave a whole bunch of shit home before I leave my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But that's when Joan opens up her phone and realizes some crazy shit. What happened? She says that Ellis did call. So the messages finally came in. I guess she was in a dead zone or something Mm because they didn't come in earlier. And now she feels mad guilty. Oh, damn it. I guess he didn't leave them on Sylvia's phone. (laughs) And Maya's like, wait, are are they from Ellis? And Tony goes, no, no, no. Say it like Angela. (laughs) she does her angela bassett impression and it's pretty good as a woman who's been cheated out of three oscars (laughs) i know what it feels like to be screwed over but joan ellis not showing up because that ain't nothing give the man a break yeah yeah i wasn't mad at it and she had the wobbly voice (laughs) (laughs) with the fingers shaking yes like that's how you do it but joan says she got to go back to la because she got to get her man i'm like girl if you don't just send a text message and say i'm sorry i got the messages seriously like joan you gotta drive all the way back to la like they making it seem like this drive is like 10 15 minutes y'all niggas is really going (laughs) back and forth for three hours each three hours with traffic bitch listen whatever problems we got we gonna solve it when i get back after the weekend because i ain't doing that Mm-mm. and it's nighttime so Mm-mm-mm. that's what we got cell phones for send him a text say i'm sorry i got i just got your messages they just came in sorry mm-hmm. now you stay there you stay at the house and tony's like nah don't go what are you doing and she's like um she tells tony look you got your man i gotta go get mine Baby, Tony Tony has a husband. Yes. You have a... a well, currently she has a fiancé. Well, t- currently she has a fiancé. You have uh, some type of wobbly ass... Yeah, a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want to say it, but there you go. You got hey, a nigga. listen. This show is raw, okay? <laughs> we want to talk like the girls talk. This is how we talk. Most people listen and talk like we talk. So we're going to say yeah, it like it God. is. All right? Is Ellis really worth saving? That's what I'm saying. The nigga already got a fucking child, bitch. Yeah. I know it's real out there in L.A., but it ain't that much of a drought for me to be out here going back and forth for a nigga with kids. Wasting gas money on this nigga. Yes, and it's mad late, bitch. You driving in West Bubba fuck at night? (laughs) That's June. Mm -mm. So she heads out. And next we see Maya. Well, they all go to bed, but Maya makes a pit stop over at Antoine's room while he's studying. Mm. And she's talking all seductive like this. You know, you need to take a break. You can't study all the time. You know what they say. All work. Would make me miss a walk on the beach with you in the morning. Not the Marilyn Monroe Betty Boop voice show. I'm like, dude, how often do we hear her talk like this? Never. I don't think ever. (laughs) (laughs) And he says uh, he wants to take a walk with her on the beach in the morning. And she agrees. And that's when Veretta comes in all pissed. And uh, she calls Maya a snake. 
and she's trying to slither into her son's life mm. because he's about to be a neurosurgeon. Mm. He's like, Mama, chill. And she's mm. like, I chill mm. when you're pulling seven figures, bitch. Oh, I mean, she's pretty hostile to Maya. It's it's really, I don't get it. Me neither. Um, Antoine still wants to meet her in the morning. And Veretta tells him, the only thing you're going to meet in the morning is the back of my hand if you leave this room. Damn, he can't even leave the room. Right. It's a family event. Is she really fiending for him to study for this ship? That's like, this is kind of a vacation. Can you calm down? Yeah. He ain't got a test tomorrow. <laughs> Could take a day or two. But Maya leaves and... uh and that's when we see Joan heading over to the Paramount lot. I, was it just me or was he kissing, um, what's her name? <laughs> it wasn't just you. Like, and that was just glossed over. They did not even acknowledge that they was kissing. Not in that moment. No, they did not. They acted like she didn't see it. I don't yeah, know. Like the fuck? What type of shit? <laughs> she comes in, she kisses him, and then Joan's like, Oh, you couldn't even wait 10 hours? Right. You couldn't even wait 10 hours until you came to see her? And that's when she goes, Ellis, get your girlfriend because I did not disrespect her and she will not disrespect me. I'm like, wait, you didn't just kiss him? Didn't you just kiss her nigga? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm just seeing things. My eyes do be playing tricks on me. Um, (laughs) But I think you just kissed her boyfriend right in front of her. So you did, in fact, disrespect her. But the craziest part about this scene, actually, is that we find out they done named the baby Santana. Mm. Like Jules Santana. Like Carlos, yeah. Yeah, him too. Okay. Like um, Santana, young Miami's friend. Material girl Santana. Oh, that's saucy. Saucy Santana. Saucy Santana. See, Santana is like, it seemed like a last name. It definitely, it definitely is giving me last name. Yeah. I don't know anyone who's named that as their first name. Weird. Yeah. It's weird for a baby, too. Y'all can't call him, like, Sanny for short until he grow into Santana. Yeah. It's like, it's like somebody said, why, why I met this, I met this child and her name was Barbara. (laughs) (laughs) Why? It sounds so old. What do you call baby Barbara? (laughs) a barb <laughs> I hope they like Nikki cause that's what we gonna have to call <laughs> it's in your DNA at this point right <laughs> shit yeah Santana that's a too long for a baby's name anyway he's there supposedly to take care of the baby while she working but Joan is yelling and screaming about why bitch why Joan, just go. No, not until you tell me why. Really? Yeah, why? What do you want to know why? I want to know why. No, you owe- there is no why. Just you- get the hell out of here. You owe me why. Don't let why, me, let damn me it. walk you to your I car. I don't want you to walk me to the car. I want you to tell me to my face. Why? We're here? What's yes. supposed to be the problem? I don't have a problem. He is the one with the problem. Why don't you ask him what the problem is? She screamed so loud, she scared the baby. Yeah. Security done came over trying to get her. Mm-hmm. But Joan eventually says, I'm done. And she walks off. I guess she's driving all the way back to Montecito. Damn, that's a lot, nigga. <laughs> all that back and forth driving. Yo, that's way too much gas money. The gas, the time. 
and time. Yo, you gotta have a good playlist. I'm not gonna hold you. And they didn't even have streaming back then, so she gonna have to have it on the CD. She gonna have to repeat CD. that CD a <laughs> few <laughs> times. You better have a good CD collection or <laughs> have a good radio station that's playing all the hits. Mm-hmm. So next, we see she's back. It must. It looked like the next morning, but she back at Montecito at the compound, and she's sitting there. Tony comes into the room, and she's pissed. And Joan sees her face, and she's like, "I know. I'm sorry. I missed sunrise tea, and I'm sorry I missed the 8 a.m. pedicure. But I'm here now. Just give me the polish. I'll put it on myself." That's not how it works, Joan. You trying to fuck up the um the vibe? That ain't even, yeah, we're supposed to enjoy it together. Exactly, and have somebody do it for you and get facials. Ah. Yeah, we're all doing that. Can you imagine when she's like, y'all, do my own facial. Like, give me the stuff. No. Yo, you know what that remind me of? You know when you be going on vacation with bitches who's cheap, and there is a clear itinerary, and there's a bitch there that don't want to pay for none of the excursions or nothing <laughs> like that? <laughs> I think I've heard of that. I haven't had anybody on the trip with me like that, but I've heard of that problem. Yes. Where people are trying to, like skip on stuff you're like, doing all this together like shit <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta be like that don't invite her ever again <laughs> but then tony starts to go on this rant where she's she's referring to joan in the third person and that's when i knew she about to drop that hammer mm-hmm. i thought this wedding would be difficult for joan i mean any wedding is difficult for joan but then i thought mm-mm she might be a little jealous of me right now, but she'll get over it because Joan is my best friend. She's generous and able to put aside her feelings for one weekend because Joan is my best friend. But my best friend is not happy for me. She doesn't wish me well in my marriage. I do, Tony. It's just that Ellis and I don't care about Ellis. I know that's right. Joan barely care about Ellis Mountain. Well, I, I guess she do. She driving back and forth for him. Mm-hmm. And she said, I, I don't really care about you right now. Mm. And I feel bad for Tony when she says this line. I'm scared I might be ruining this man's life. Damn. Why she feel like she ruining his life? That's weird. I don't know. Maybe she thinks she's going to be a bad wife. Mm. I mean, l- low key, high key. He's the one that, that's going to ruin yours because he don't, he don't got no money. <laughs> yeah. He's the one that got the debt. <laughs> you about to find out um, but Joan gets up and she's like she tries to say I'm sorry and she tries to reach out to Tony to hug her and Tony steps back I'm like that's right that's right Joan says but I'm here now and Tony says it's too late and she kicks her out of the wedding yeah she disinvites her I get it I hear that cause like why would you want somebody at your wedding that's a stressor right it's already a stressful day like mm-hmm. if you're gonna be stank about it and make me have to worry about whether you're gonna be there you go you gonna drive all the way back to la or mm-hmm. if you're gonna be here on time and shit nah we gotta get you out pack it mm-hmm. up pack it up ship it out she has to drive all the way back to la now i mean she's been <laughs> driving back and forth the whole day so shit. she's like a truck driver <laughs> ain't gonna be like nothing for her ups or some shit she <laughs> may as well take some mail with her she gonna go back and forth like that Mm-hmm. but that's the end of that scene and we end the episode with more golden brooks angela bassett impression i'm going to bed don't disturb me unless somebody's looking for a strong black female lead 
Oscar winning. <laughs> it's really good. And that's it. And next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode. Etsy, what's your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes moment comes at the very end when Joan is disinvited from Tony's wedding by Tony in third person. Yeah. I -hmm. like that one. You can't come. She's like, you can't sit with us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally get it. It's a it's a really good acting performance from Jill Marie Jones as well. Mm-hmm. My oh hell yes moment is when Ellis says, "You need to go to your mother, climb back into the womb, and start over because you need more than any human being can possibly give." I know that's right. That's a battle rap line right there. Yeah, that's definitely some bars. Like, come on, because like you know, it's kind of low key true. <laughs> And that's part of why. See, when you when you do a clapback, it has to have a kernel of truth so that it's yes. actually potent, clappable. You can't just say some shit that just don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. That that has a kernel of truth. Mm-hmm. So let me read these tweets, right? Because they they give you some food for thought. They're cool. It's cool to hear the perspective from some Twitter folks about this episode. So let me read some tweets. Mm-hmm. B. Tay Laura says. Savad is the worst kind of nigga. He don't bathe. He mm. don't want Lynn to live with William and don't want to pay her bills. What do he do? Write poems that, 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 and give it to Lynn that he's already written before when he got paid to write them. <laughs> That's all he do is write poems and uh, and lotion with shea butter, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. My thing is, whenever, whenever somebody is trying to tell you some shit, right like trying to make you quit something or trying Mm -hmm. to make you do something else i always say what is the alternative or can you provide an alternative so if you want me to quit my job can you provide an alternative nah savad ain't gonna do that savad's like yeah i found somewhere else to stay like somewhere better than this (laughs) she gonna have to move back into um into Maya's mama's garage. I think he might be happy about that too. If she if she was like, yeah, I'll just live in this garage that's basically outside. Uh, he'd be like, well, as long as it's not with William, I'm happy for you. Well, good, let's do that. William, sure. That just don't make no sense. That's not a good support system. He is such a bum. Tania J says, Tony's so damn dramatic. She uninvited Joan to her wedding for missing pedicures. She had like she was late to the wedding itself. That's not why she uninvited Joan. And you know that. So <laughs> stop it. That yeah, is there not was why. more to the story. Um, but even if you miss the pedicures, like it's a thing. Like it's a bonding thing. It's it's a whole weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I think she's sick of Joan and her and her antics. This is something that has been leading up to it. Normally, when you see stuff and people are blowing up, blowing up over smaller things quote-unquote that seem small to the surface but you don't know what led up to that it could be a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of shit and that's just like the last straw and that was tony's last straw it wasn't because of just the pedicure it was the pedicure it was the champagne situation when um when this nigga 
what you call it champagne on her and she missed tony's whatever speech or whatever yeah, the cake party was yeah, it was almost it like was, she can see history repeating itself uh-huh uh-huh and it was mad i like examples like yeah no better stop it stop it, stop it. <laughs> and that's all the tweets so um yeah this episode was fire thank you mara this was this was a good one mm-hmm. I really she'll pop it. up she'll pop up here and there save the day like captain save a nigga <laughs> No. Yes. <laughs> um, so go on to your favorite podcast platform, and if you can, rate, review, and subscribe. So when you uh, when we release a new episode, you'll always know that we're there. It'll pop up in your um, your notifications. So please go on and do that, and give us five stars if you love us. I'm sure you love us. Um, but next week, the episode is titled "The Wedding Part Two. Oh. Mm-hmm. And we see a few different characters uh, that come up. We see Todd, of course. Little man Todd. Little man, little man. Fun size. We see him again. And uh, I was super excited to uh, talk about that. Remember, after we do the wedding part two, we're going on a month-long hiatus. So we're not ghosting you guys. We will be back. Just want (laughs) to give you guys a heads up. All right. So um, until then, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, We talk about that episode. And I am Nettie Smith. And I am Etsy Rowe. And be safe, guys. Deuces.